Hey, man. Yeah, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, man. What's up? <laughs> uh, have you, uh, gosh, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what to call this right now. Um, have you ever heard of uh, uh, Chan Thomas? I guess we can start there. Chan Thomas? Yeah, maybe Chauncey Thomas. Chong, yeah, I've heard of Chauncey. No, yeah, don't use his shortened <laughs> versions of his name. Her, their name. Her, her name, their name. His name. Chauncey, Chauncey, Golly. Chauncey Thomas. And Matt, that's a punchable name, dude. <laughs> if someone said to me, they're like, they're like, uh, I'm like, hey, I'm Jaron, and I have a dumb name. I get it, okay. I get it. But they go, hey, I'm, I go, hey, I'm Jaron, and they go, I'm Chauncey. I would riff like, whoa, oh, dude, oh, sorry, so man. sorry, man. I just heard your name and my I, fist flew. I don't know, man. That was like a, <laughs> that was like a, a shadow movement of something, you know. <laughs> That was a ghost punch, is what that was. You know how people have like vibrations with their phone when it's not even in their pocket? The yeah, ghost yeah, yeah, vibrations. Yeah, yeah. That's what that would yeah, do to my like, body. Oh, Sorry, I got Chauncey trauma. Sorry, yeah, that's you know it happens to the best of us. Chauncey, so dumb, dude. Just to get this guy his marinara-less <laughs> meatball. <laughs> do you like my hat, though? I do like your hat. Thank Thanks you. for could bringing you, it up. Could I've you been try wanting- to bring it up later? He said, "To make a change, you got to." Make some stuff up. Why do you always just drop small facts like that that made me go, are we going to like fly off this planet? Things I learned last night. Um, yeah, this is a, uh, this is one where you remember when we did an episode on Tartaria. Okay. And people still comment on us. Uh-huh. Like we're idiots or something like that. Sure. And ironically, that was the episode where I had COVID, so I was wearing that suit. Like it yeah. was just great timing. It was great because we talked about the vaccines. We hit a lot <laughs> we of good hit a stuff lot that of one. stuff for that. Is Chauncey one of the people who commented on it? And now you don't deep dive <laughs> into I'm his life. And so you were looking through our YouTube comments, <laughs> and you were like, "Okay, Chauncey." <laughs> yeah, this is this will be an episode. <laughs> no, this is, will attract the same crowd, I think. So welcome. Oh, um, if. Leave a comment below. We want to know. We want to know what you think about this content. Leave your mom's um, house. Uh, She's begging you. I'm going to start from the front. You're not going to like us. Yeah, but leave a comment anyways. Tell us. Tell us about it. Tell us Delete about how you don't Tinder like us. Tinder off your phone. It's not for you. <laughs> it's for normal people who have understandings of human connection. That's You're not, not you. Find love. Be honest with yourself. <laughs> Cut to my camera. Be honest with yourself. Okay. Get the heck out of here. All right. Just, I'm so serious. Don't comment on the way out. All no, right. I want to know what you think. Tell me what you think. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what you think. I looked at your camera like your camera could see me just now. I was like, tell me what you think. Sure. <laughs> uh, okay. So how <laughs> what did Chauncey do? Who is Chauncey? So Chauncey is he uh, Chan. We'll call him Chan because that's apparently what he goes by. Um, okay. Maybe I don't know if it's pronounced Chan. He might pronounce it Chan if his name's Chauncey. Sure. Chan. Sean. He's Sean. Sean. So uh, Chan. <laughs> uh, he was a it's probably Chan after Four Chan. <laughs> this is before Four Chan, but maybe it's named after him. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't give me a lot of hope for where this episode's going to go. <laughs> that doesn't feel great. <laughs> uh, no. So uh, this guy, he, uh, it's it's kind of tough. To nail down who he is. Okay, he's the author of a book, and that book is is important. What we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that book is very influential. Gosh, um, the Book of Mormon. 
Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it, Chauncey Thomas. Chon is a hard person to pin down. Okay, um, because he he used the name Chan Thomas on the book. Sure, um, but you can't find anything about Chan Thomas online. Chauncey Thomas, you find a little bit. It seems like he was a professor at like a small like D three school, <laughs> teaching like. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like a small, just puny, yeah. irrelevant school. You know, when you got the state school, that's yeah. D1, all yeah. right? And then, like, the town over, you got, like, that D2, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Missouri Southern kind of yeah, school. Yeah, this yeah. is D3. This is you know, Midwest yeah. Tech. Yeah. This is Crowder Community College. It's not even in a town, it's just farms and then this college in the middle of Those it. Those are the colleges I straight up perform at. That's not a joke though. <laughs> the last college I performed at was in Nebraska yeah. and across the street was like the prison. So, <laughs> it, but not just any prison. It was a uh, uh, for sexual predators Oof. and like um, that and it That's had that on the of, sign too. It, it, <laughs> hey, I'm so serious. Predators and that I forget what they prison. Called it. it was uh, it was like um, <laughs> no, it really was. It was like sex offenders uh, RS or whatever the sign said <laughs> and um, <laughs> no, it, it was it said it on the sign. It wasn't yeah, like I found yeah, that out. Yeah, and so uh, that, shout out to the marketing team at that college though for getting anybody to go to school there. Yeah, I know like that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the joke I made and we could, I don't know if we want to cut it out or not. The joke I made on campus was uh, yeah, other colleges I go to just have you know sororities and fraternities and you guys just have a fraternity I guess um, <laughs> very funny joke. That's pretty good. Very funny joke. Um, so he was a like a professor of I don't know. Maybe a engineering kind of like that. Sure, yeah, like maybe place. maybe engineering, maybe geology. It's not clear. That's a pretty big difference. Sure, <laughs> it's not clear. Maybe algebra. Yeah, it really. <laughs> <laughs> God loves algebra. <laughs> God is in the algebra, is what that website told us. If you're a Patreon supporter, you'll get that in the after the fiddle. It's unreal. <laughs> I need to pull down some screenshots for that for the after the fiddle because that is we'll just throw it on the it, sure. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, so something uh, to look forward to. So he uh, he was he was a professor of something at this college sure. allegedly. Um, that's about all we know about. Okay. Him. Well, actually, there is one other. Big what thing was we know. the book, bro? We'll get. To that. I we'll agree get to with that. the YouTube comments. <laughs> I'm on your side now. You got we'll get me. To that. You swayed me. We'll okay. Get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, the, the other important thing about his life is that he had a government contract at one point. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, what that government contract was. He was a mailman. Here's <laughs> how this stuff goes. Okay, you get like one. You get like a government contract, and it's like all you did was you showed up and did the plumbing at like a yeah, at yeah, a yeah. post office. You were a post. You're a plumber. You're a post plum. A post plumber, <laughs> and oh. you showed up to do a little plumbing job. Yeah. And then technically, like you, then you go to all your friends. And you're like, yeah, I did a job for the government the other day. And like, what was it? And you're like, I can't. I can't talk about it. Talk it's classified. About it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But involves some underground work. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> it was underground wet work. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't tell you though. Yeah, so he got some government contract, um, and uh, he wrote this book. Okay. Called the well, he wrote a few books, but the book in question is called the Adam and Eve story: the history of cataclysms. Um, 
Oh, Bengal Tiger Press. <laughs> Put it out, huh? Uh, here's 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 what's important about this. Okay, he wrote this in the '60s, um, and uh, for some reason, uh, it's classified or was classified by the CIA. And in 2013, under a Freedom of Information Act, they declassified a sanitized version of this. Uh, what are you? What do you mean? They so this book was classified by the CIA in the 60s after he released it. Okay. And then for some reason, under a f- well, not for some reason, we know under a Freedom of Information Act, it was declassified in 2013, but it was a sanitized version was declassified. So they did. Is there like redacted marks in it? Yeah, there's missing pages. Um, so it, Bro, here's the thing though. We <coughs> could just put out a book and put bad page numbers on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you're onto something, dude. You know what I'm saying? And pa- be like, pending. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the people who would believe that crap quit this video so long ago. <laughs> we still have a market. Um. Okay, so it got declassified and is making waves around the internet right now. Cool. Um, let me tell you a little bit about what this book is about. Um. Uh. So there's on the first day. <laughs> it's close to it. <laughs> uh. There's. What if it's not even Adam and Eve? What if it's the story of that store, the Adam and Eve store? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A history of cataclysms. <laughs> It could all be traced back to the Adam and Eve story. Um, so, the page one of the book opens real subtly with this cross section of the Earth. Um, okay. for if you're listening, it's a picture of Earth, I guess, but it looks like an eyeball. It yeah. looks like a poorly drawn eyeball. It looks like if you you know if you cut the Earth in half, do the yeah. whole core thing. Yeah, there's a diagram of like the core, and then there's a bunch of arrows with numbers pointing at different spots on it with no explanation. And then a bunch of arrows pointing to the inner core, the outer core, the mantle, and the crust, uh, and the word stat. Um, no explanation provided for this. Okay, um, maybe redacted, but is we it? don't know if it's redacted. Okay. Um, one of those arrows is pointing to it and has nothing on. Well, actually, two arrows, three, uh, four, five arrows. Jeez, I've, I just found so How many, many arrows. How many arrows can you find? <laughs> Six That's, arrows. That was kind of the point. <laughs> Uh, six arrows all over this. Um, what and are then, you talking about? I can <clears throat> literally tell you what this means. Are you kidding? What do the numbers mean? It's the length of whatever the distance between the arrows is. So, like, look, like eighteen hundred has an arrow on each side. That means that the distance from one arrow to the other one is eighteen hundred. Yeah. And then one twenty. That black but line. But one twenty what? We don't know that part. But oh. to say that you don't know what these are, look at the proportions and then look at the thirty, 30. up there. Yeah. All right. But what about the arrows? Because like the, above the thirteen hundred, there's an arrow that's there's not an arrow, a corresponding arrow, and then up below the eighty, there's another arrow that has no corresponding arrow. The eighty doesn't have a corresponding arrow. It must be in the black core. Oh, it's too dark for you us know to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so the thirteen hundred is the the yeah, maybe maybe you're onto something there. Not even diameter, but the distance to the next level. The distance, yeah. You know, yeah, maybe, and then there must be more in the core, which would that eighty yeah, would go but to. But it's so dense we can't see it. That was the point of what he's trying to illustrate. There's yeah, so you're much so can't you're see so anything. dense that you can't see it. That's what it is. Um, and then and then it starts real subtly uh, with what reads like a story. Honestly, okay. Um, 
I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's kind of long, but uh, oh wow, <laughs> I really expected you to. Here, let me read the beginning. Uh, <laughs> it just real subtly opens up with with a rumble so low as to be inaudible, growing, throbbing, then fuming into a thundering roar. The earthquake starts. Only it's not like any earthquake in recorded history. In California, the mountains shake and ferns into a breeze. The mighty Pacific rears back and piles up into a mountain of water more than two miles high, then starts its race eastward. With the force of a thousand armies, the wind attacks, ripping, shredding everything in a supersonic bombardment. The unbelievable mountain of the Pacific seawater flows to the flows the wind eastward, burying Los Angeles and San Francisco as if they were but grains of sand. So this goes on for a while. So painting a picture. Okay. Like a day after tomorrow. How do you read that better than you read all of our host reads? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our advertisers are so mad right now. You know, they don't listen, but they're listening in this scenario. And they're like, wow, he really he he can read. Wow. He can read. That guy when can it's for read. us, it's like it's like rumbling. The throbbing <laughs> earth. <laughs> Well, because here I'm telling a story. There I'm selling something. <laughs> maybe I should. Ah, I don't know if I we should put that out there, dude. Story. I don't know. If you know how marketing works, I guess. <laughs> All I right. should read the story brand. Uh, that's what I should read. There you go. He sponsored us, <laughs> Donald Miller. <laughs> uh, so this goes on for a few pages. Do you like my hat? <laughs> I almost brought that up in that part where you were like, can you get on with it? <laughs> do you like my hat though? I do like your hat. Thank Thanks you. for Could bringing you, it up. Could I've you been try wanting to bring it up later? <laughs> <laughs> could you like try I can't, to, I can't, I can't, could I you can't. try to naturally I'll, bring it yeah, up? I'll naturally bring it up later. Don't worry. Thanks. Um, so he goes on for a few pages kind of telling the story. It's like a day after tomorrow type of it's like the opening scene of day after tomorrow. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Um, and it goes on for a few pages. And there's, then, a, there's a lot of theories that an earthquake kind of killed the whole California stuff. Yeah, this isn't that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's something else. Uh, so uh, then he goes into uh, it, it like shifts uh, in like a new chapter where he's like, he's like, it yeah. turns into like an essay. So it goes from like this story to an essay mm-hmm. where he talks about all the flood myths in history. Um, and basically is trying to make this point that all these flood myths actually happened and they were connected. They were caused by the same root cause of um, uh, a flood. (laughs) He's telling he's saying there's this thing, this cycle for the earth where every roughly 10 to 6,000 years, the poles shift. You heard that too, right? What? Okay. Ten to six thousand. Who says that? Well, if you're doing BC, it goes backwards because we're going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? The way you said that either means ten years or six thousand years. No, ten thousand or six thousand somewhere between six thousand and ten thousand years. Yeah, it's a much better way but to that's phrase if that. we're going forward. We're going backwards. So it's ten to six thousand. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Uh, the, you have such a small brain. <laughs> that's why your head's so small. <laughs> you know whose head isn't small. Mine. Yours. 
I have a very large head. Which and is that why hat looks great in that. Thank you. Which is why I have to buy special hats from Odd Job Hats. And here's a quick story about Odd Job. Um, <laughs> I was, you know, <laughs> rumbling. <laughs> I don't like where this is going already. <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> rumbling, the throbbing pipes in my house are regurgitating sewage from my toilet. <laughs> I have to call a plumber. He's busy doing a contract work for the government, <laughs> and as I'm left to figure it out on my own, as I am with most things in life. Yeah, but my huge brain, <laughs> my huge head can't fit in the solves toilet. To stop not it. only, <laughs> yeah, I just shoved it straight in. And you're like, I the wish sewage. there were hats the size of my toilet. <laughs> my huge brain in that moment, I solved my own problem. <laughs> With my with my plumbing, but I also solved healthcare. And then because I have a huge brain, I have a huge brain, and with that huge brain comes a very large head. And normal hats don't fit my head. This is real. Yeah. Uh, but for if you know, look at the, my camera, if you got a big head, dude, I, like straight up, they're not even paying me to say it. Odd job hats, you know. <laughs> uh, they make hats for big heads. We sat down at the table today and he said, Hey, you like my hat? And I was like, Yeah, it's a good hat. A good <laughs> I hat. Said, Can you try to bring it up naturally? <laughs> Which is what I'm going to do to you every time we go out forever now. <laughs> hey, man, you like these shoes? Yeah, those are pretty cool shoes. Cool. Could you Can like try to bring, bring it up that up with the group? With the group and let them know how cool my could shoes you try are. To, could you try to say that? I just want everyone to know. <laughs> How cool my hat is, please. Wow, I'm gonna do that. Oh, that's it's funny. very funny. It's very funny. I, anytime <laughs> someone new joins our friend group, yeah. If we're hanging out with someone I don't know, I'm gonna do that to them. Yeah. After we pretend we can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you like it, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, speaking of future episodes, we have a ton of past episodes. Uh, we have a back catalog of well over a hundred episodes. Uh, so check those out. My current favorite is Nellie Bly. She was a journalist from the early 1900s who totally changed the industry, especially for women in the industry. Super cool story, but also kind of crazy. Uh, some of the things that she did. Uh, we had a lot of fun in that episode, so check that out. Uh, don't for forget to subscribe, but ultimately just thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year is interesting because everybody's kind of coming out of their winter hibernation uh, and wanting to go do stuff. And if you're anything like me, uh, that's not great. Not because uh, you don't like your family or you don't like your friends or anything like that, but because your social battery drains pretty easily and you need more time to recharge than a lot of other people in your life. Uh, last summer, I was not great at this. Uh, I let myself do way too much and I got really, really drained uh, and it was a rough experience all around. Uh, but uh, luckily, I've got a therapist who does a great job helping me set my boundaries and keeping me accountable to my boundaries, uh, especially in areas like this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online. It's flexible. It's convenient. And it fits literally any schedule. Uh, it's really easy to sign up. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot 
spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> so anyway, it was an odd job. It was an odd job. Um, so he uh, he his he goes into this story that every six to ten thousand years <laughs> there is uh, a shift in the pulse of the sure. planet, uh, which you might have heard people talking about pulse shifts on the internet. It's getting kind of popular right now. It's from this guy. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> the idea is that for some reason, which he explains later, uh, but for some reason, uh, the crust of the earth stops moving with the rotation of the earth. So just the atmosphere rotates and everything else stays where it's at for, for it's like a super earthquake. We're, I, I don't know if it's like so earthquakey. <laughs> I don't know how quakey other, it is. It is. It's going the other direction. Like it's that earthquakey, or if it's just like. But I mean, how fast? I mean, you know how fast the Earth is spinning, right? <laughs> yeah, like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. So if it were to stop, then the, it'd be a thousand mile an hour winds, and then it'd create massive waves. And so that's the picture he's trying to create. Is like because the rest of it's moving, it's creating these giant waves, ripping everything apart as the winds passing over everything because we're not going with it. Um, this is this massive cataclysmic event. Isn't that uh, how wind? How does wind work? Well, wind is it's the same thing. It's moving, and then if the Earth slows down a little bit, if there's a little bit of earthquakiness. It slows down and is just off pace. The wind is just a little bit faster than the Earth, and That's so the Earth saying. is like I'm trying to keep up with that guy, but I can't. Yeah, you're so fast. <laughs> okay, so. This is already. There's no evidence for it. There's no. Well, you know does, what I miss about these episodes, though. I do miss when you would like try to present this like you believed it. Because right now well, you keep going. Well, uh, um, <laughs> here's the thing. Thousand mile an hour winds. Here's the thing. Here's I don't the know, thing. Ten to a thousand mile an hour winds. <laughs> and you mean a thousand to ten? A thousand, thousand to, to ten, ten mile an hour <laughs> winds. Here's the thing. I there when there's other episodes I've I've believed in. Okay. This <laughs> is rough. Uh, <laughs> it maybe make a more believable book. That's what I'm sure. Saying. Make it believable. Okay. Um, and he did make it believable. He did a good job. A lot of people believed. <laughs> so he's saying that the atmosphere keeps moving. Yeah. In orbit. Yeah. And so his but every arg- once in a while the Earth will just for how long? So it's like a day long transition. Okay, uh, and so it's like a really quick thing. Um, the day the Earth stood still, I guess. Yeah, technically. When did that movie come out? I don't know. I wonder if that's where they got the idea. Keep going. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, so yeah, it shifts, and what happens is the poles move wherever into the planet where that stops, and so then because the poles move, 
that freezes, the continents are now up here. And so those start to freeze. So Antarctica, according to his theory last time before this last pole shift was not frozen. It was like somewhere in like the Pacific or something. Um, and this is how he explains Atlantis um, and like the, the continent of Mu. Remember we we did that episode about sure uh, Atlantis and all the missing places and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> and then he goes into this theory that because these are six to 10,000 year ranges, they're always precipitated by precip predicated predicated by precipitated <laughs> precipitated by an advanced human civilization uh, that was there and then the shift happened and it destroyed them all um, and the survivors then create their flood myth or whatever that was the Quakers <laughs> <laughs> and that's the the story. So for him, he says that 6500 years ago was Noah's flood. The lat that that shift um, was uh, dang. where Noah's flood came from. 11,000 years ago was another shift and that was the Adam and Eve story where the creation story came from. So he says that there's 5000 years between Adam and Noah. Yeah, he has a graphic. He has a graphic in here or a table, but and then everything before that we don't have a record like a written record of what that myth was of like what happened there because there was nothing but okay, um, but he says that there was a civilization that got destroyed and there's some sort of memory of the gods that they worshiped at the time. And so he says like some of your more ancient like Eastern religions like Vishnu was like the Jesus for the previous civilization and okay. the survivors still worship him and it became more mystical in the revival of it after whatever this event was. And so it all culminates in his scientific study of it. Yeah, where he starts to bring in sources. Okay, maybe we put sources in air quotes. Sure. Starts to bring in sources um, that like argue how this is possible um, and prove that it's happened before the I will say he writes it in a way that makes you feel like oh this guy knows what he's talking about. But if you pay close attention, his source material, well, he never cites a source. He just throw he just cherry picks people's names and says they said this. It's kind of like when people say the Bible says, uh, <laughs> but they don't tell you where and the Bible doesn't say that thing. Uh, it feels very similar where he's bringing in source material okay. of different people to try to argue how this stuff is possible or how it can happen. Um, <clears throat> And making this big deal out of it and acting very confident. Have you ever seen um, Stephen Greer? No, I watched a video of his the other day um, and it's a very similar. It, it feels very similar because Stephen Greer uh, has amassed a decent following. He's kind of like a UFO guy. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he flies everywhere. No one can tell what he is. Um, but he uh, he talks with like this authority and this confidence sure. um, and tells you all this stuff. Yeah, but 
He's and, making it up. But what he does is he will um, name drop a lot of these people all the time and be like, oh yeah, they're my friend. They told me about this thing and then tells you the story and like he can kind of talk the talk. So like he uses these bigger words that sound like he knows what he's talking about. But what's coincidental is all of these friends he has and all these people he talks about knowing are dead. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And so I was (laughs) hanging out with my friend Rosa the other day um, (laughs) and she was telling me, but it's it's like he's like picking out like like um I don't know like presidents that just recently died like yeah, you know, I, know like, I was going for Rosa Parks just there <laughs> I I was gonna go further and oh. then you were like he's picking up like actual historical figures and I was like oh okay <laughs> oh my gosh you heard it here folks <laughs> oh my gosh are you taking that further or no no no, no, okay, no. Whatever, I'm waiting on you for I'm waiting for you to say things that are interesting because so, so far <laughs> here's how you're talking. Um and he <laughs> sounds confident enough. Okay, shut up. So you want me to talk faster? I want you to. I want you to. <laughs> so, so 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 <laughs> what? It, here's what. So that's what you're doing for like 30 minutes and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm losing my mind over here. All right, my very large mind held underneath this odd job hat. I'm saying like, okay, so he wrote a stupid theory book. Why? Why is it like this is very clearly dumb? Yeah, so it got classified by the CIA for some reason. Okay, and then recently declassified. Maybe only the good parts got classified, I guess. Maybe. Oh, the whole book got classified. The whole book got classified by the CIA. Yeah, and then it got declassified and sanitized, whatever that means. Who uh, said it was sanitized? It says it on the CIA website. It says sanitized copy approved for release 2013 six twenty four. Yeah, but that just might mean like we cleaned it. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, might, it, might, <laughs> it was pretty dirty. <laughs> no, it might, it might mean like uh, you we know. We just reviewed it. We reviewed it. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, when you when you flip to the book, um, you'll be reading. You'll be page twenty, and then all of a sudden page twenty two. You know, and so, and it's okay. not like you turn the page and it was missing. It just change changes in the document. Sure, um, I understand how that works. <laughs> no, and so there's pages missing. There's not like if you go through it, like most of these like Freedom of Information acts, acts you look at will have like the like sharpied out lines. Yeah, there's none of that in it's just, here. It's just completely gone. Yeah, there are uh, allegedly uh, there's like notes in the margins that aren't there, but I mean you can't like. Like looking through, you don't see anything that was crossed out or anything like that, and like there's no real evidence that there was any notes in the margin. But the the, the people say there was sure. that had been removed. Um, when this got declassified, though, it got picked up, and there's this group on the internet that has gotten very excited about this because you know end of the world. Sure. Uh, and so and for for uh, whatever reason. Lately, this pole shift conspiracy is kind of blowing up. Pole shift. You're not saying pulse shift. Pole shift. Pole shift conspiracy. Yeah. So the idea is that in the matter of a few days, the, the poles, poles shift shift to a different spot, which drastically changes your climate. And obviously, yeah. if this guy's right, creates these crazy strong winds and giant tidal waves and destroys everything. Okay. Um. <clears throat> There is a shred of scientific evidence for some of these concepts. He, he 
takes like, them and runs. Yeah, he takes them and runs to a different way. So like, for example, the poles drift and they have been drifting and they are currently drifting a little more than normal. Um, so much so that like satellites, they will recalibrate the where the poles are located in satellites. So that way they're lined up in their positioning. Sure. Um, when GPS first came out, they were doing it every couple years and then over time they've increased that cadence to now they're upgrading them every six months because the poles are shifting so quickly. Um, but it's not a like one event like it shifts. It's like it is just gradually drifting um, at a rate of like 50 miles a year. So it's still not a ton, but it is changing and it does naturally do that over time right now. It's pretty far though. Yeah, it, it, I mean it, it is moving if if does it every year. Yeah, and, and now it's it's more than it was. So it, it was a few miles a year. It's been increasing um, and so that's strange, but it's not what this guy the picture that this guy's painting. Um, Why do you always just drop small facts like that that made me go? Are we going to like fly off this planet? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What are you talking about? You just say stuff like, I mean, the poles are shifting. Sure, yeah, they're moving slightly, and that does have effects on our weather and stuff, but it's not like one event. Okay. It's How just much constant. are they shifting? Uh, about 50 miles a year. So yeah. in 10 years, that's 500 miles. There's no way. Yeah, let me double check that number. I was going to say, you should double check that. There's no way. I think I would notice. <laughs> really? I would. How often do you go to the pole? Huh, well, uh, okay. So every two years, the uh, this is interesting. This is NASA's website. Uh, the position of Earth's magnetic North Pole was precisely located in 1831. Since then, it has gradually drifted north northwest by more than 600 miles, um, and its forward speed has increased from about 10 miles per year to about 34 or 55 kilometers a year. So I mixed up kilometers with miles. It's 34 miles, 55 kilometers a year. Um, so like how bad is that going to be for us? Well, it's moving north northwest, which at the pole is kind of hard to figure out because isn't the pole the northest point? <laughs> uh, so I don't know what north northwest is at the North Pole. Okay. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do when you're at the North Pole? And you're trying to compass your way somewhere. <laughs> Because is it everything south? Still works, but everything is south at the North Pole. Alex, you have to know you're the smarter than me. You're the Eagle Scout. <laughs> you're the Eagle Scout. What do you oh. do with your compass? We should do a show <laughs> called Ask an Eagle Scout. <laughs> you know, it, maybe we could. We need to get one with a good personality, though. <laughs> we need to get a good host. <laughs> Alex could audition for it. <laughs> What do you think they're staying in the North Pole and the <laughs> compass is just going in circles and stuff? I don't think it's going in circle. Well, I mean, I guess it has to because because south is every direction. If you're north, if you're the northest point, south is <laughs> south is <laughs> everything is either south or southwest or southeast. If you're the northest possible point, right? If you're the northeast thing, <laughs> I don't know. dude. That's pretty northy <laughs> to me. So 
it's moving. What happens? We this is a total side chain. What happens if it, when it goes so far off what it usually was? I guess the north uh, the North Pole's moving. So how mu- how many miles is one degree? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me look that up. Because I guess that's what I'm wondering is how far can it drift before sixty nine like, miles? So this covering a degree every two years. That's what I'm saying. How how far can it shift before we all just die? I don't, I don't think we die, but I think it. I think what it would do is what this guy's theory is is that your continents start to shift into different spots. So, I guess theoretically, if this has been happening forever, like places like the Sahara Desert, which are incredibly arid climates, might have been snowy climates at one point. Incredibly what? Arid. Okay. What do you think? I said? I think it's an Arab for some reason, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> Nobody there. <laughs> they were like pretty Arab climates. I was like, "No, okay, no." <laughs> Why didn't? That's what I was confused on. Arid. Oh, okay. Arid. You climates. should talk better. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, thanks for being part of this episode. Uh, if you want to help us do more of this, you want to help us grow our show. One of the easiest and best ways to do that is to join our Patreon. Uh, it's a way for you financially to support the show, and you get a lot in return. You get access to our Discord channel. You get bonus content that comes out. Uh, you get exclusive merchandise and like live Zoom hangouts where we're both just hanging out, eating pizza, just getting to know each other. The biggest thing is, is we want to know you uh, more as an individual and as a friend. So thanks for supporting our show. If you don't support us financially, we're not pressed about it. We're not like mad, um, but I'll find you. So text Tillin to six six eight six six to keep yourself from being found. All right, because if you don't, I will hunt you down. <laughs> so, okay, so there is some validity to these these claims. Then. So it does move. It does move, and that's and he starts looking at geologists who have noted this. Okay. And noted that places like Antarctica used to be decent climates where life could have been supported there, um, because the poles slowly shift over time and the continents slowly shift over time. Um, okay, so he's finding things like that and then making these really crazy claims of it all happened in one day and everything moved really quick and it destroyed the society that existed at the sure. time. That a with, logical jump, and he's and he does it with this authority. That if you and he cites people, but he doesn't actually cite them. He just says, "Yeah." And then this famous philosopher, this famous scientist, said that this is legit. And somehow, okay. Uh, and somehow, I don't know how this happened, uh, but somehow, um, one of the people he cites a lot um, has like a series of books. One of his books, the foreword, was written by Einstein. But this dude is like a pseudoscientist. Okay. <laughs> um, but somehow he, I don't know, must have paid him really well, I guess, and got a forward from Einstein. And so people will look at that and they're like, his source material is supported by Einstein, which is a massive jump. That's a pretty big jump, sure. And it's also, it's not even his source material. It's just a guy that he throws his name into his book sure. to make it seem like there's more validity. He never cites a single thing. There's not a work cited page. Yeah. Um, That's like Obama used to tell me. Um, <laughs> we were friends. Uh, yeah, still are. Um, he said to make a change, you got to make some stuff up. 
And I was like, well, that doesn't sound ethical. And yeah. he said, to make a change, you got to make, make some, some stuff, stuff up. He doubled down on he it. He doubled down. You know? That's what he's known for. I hope he writes the forward to my book. <laughs> um, so Ooh, what if I got him to, though? <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, he wasn't lying about the fact that he was friends with Obama. Yeah, but you can break a pretty name. <laughs> is that. Can you? Is that illegal? My. <laughs> my. <laughs> my alias, my writer name is Barack Obama. <laughs> can you do that? How famous does a name have to be for you to not be able to do that? I don't know. Chauncey Obama. Because <laughs> I feel like, like there's, some people have the same name. <laughs> like, so like, like, can you just find another guy? Why did you just say that? <laughs> like, can you just? Like, find I mean, like, some people have the same name. <laughs> like, can you just find like Barack Obama, who's like a grocery store owner in Ohio? You think there's other Baracks? <laughs> I'm sure there's other Baracks. All right. Like, there's other. It's it's. Other people have the same name, so you just find another one. <laughs> Track down. Sure, the there's other another Jaron Myers, and I paid that guy seventy five dollars for at Jaron Myers on TikTok, and then he was like, "I can't figure out how to give it to you." <laughs> and I was like, "He was basically like TikTok won't let me change the email and all this stuff anywhere." And then anyway, and then I had a video blow up, so I couldn't take it anyway. So now it's just Jaron Myers comedy on TikTok. Oh, that's but go follow that guy. He doesn't post since 2019, and his videos are like musically. Oh, nice! Like like old TikTok. Yeah, he thinks you have his TikTok. That's why he hasn't posted. He's like, yeah, I gave my TikTok. To he this dude might for honestly. <laughs> we follow each other on Instagram. We keep up. We hang out sometimes. <laughs> have him write the forward to your book. By June. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Forward by Jared Myers. And it opens with when Jared messaged me on TikTok in 2019 for my handle. Yeah. I never expected to be writing his forward to this book. But <laughs> I fully endorse everything in this book. <laughs> and everybody will just think that you just wrote it because <laughs> you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. I guess I could write it from his perspective. Yeah. And it would still technically be written by <laughs> Jeremiah. It's still true. A book by Jeremiah Myers forward by <laughs> Paul Rudd the actor. <laughs> okay. But very, very small print you put at gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> so it's still you. Still me. <laughs> Legally, still Legally me, still me. <laughs> <laughs> which is sounds like it's part of the Legally Blonde franchise. Anyway, Legally, still me. Uh, anyway, um, another side of this is sure. uh, there are these cosmic magnetic fields Kay. that the planets are riding on. Is sure. the planets are magnet white riders, um, and. This is a weird part that I'm going to be honest. I don't fully understand, but I guess there's magnet juice <laughs> coming from the sun. <laughs> you like laugh through it, but for the listener, he said magnet juice <laughs> coming from the sun. Yeah. Um, so is the moon halfway to Mars? 
That's not good scale. Yeah, that scale is way off. That okay. scale is way off. It's you're right. Um, it's also missing a couple planets. Or no, one of them. It's fallen into. That's it's up there. Falling right on into. So the sun. moon juice, not moon juice. Sun juice. <clears throat> magnet. Magnet juice. Yeah, and here's the, here's the thing. Our magnetic poles save us from solar flares um, because it creates this magnetic field around us. If the poles shifted in theory for a while, they would be weaker and we would get solar flare for a while. That's bad because then we can't have iPhones. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, but it messes with a, the it messes with a lot. It ruins the environment and yeah, uh, would make Earth a pretty inhospitable place for, for sure. a long time. Not inhospitable, but it's like like a one star hotel, like a place you don't want to stay. Sure, like, like a you, place where you go into the hotel room and the door handle falls off. <laughs> A place where you get there and you're like, I'm gonna book a different room. A place where you get there and they here. go, by the way, the Wi Fi is fourteen ninety five. <laughs> and you're like, Does the shower take coins? A place where you get there and they're like, by the way, stay off the third floor, go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> a place where you get there and they go, um, you can have the couch, because it's a youth pastor's house. Uh, by the way, I forgot to tell you that my wife had a baby four months ago. Remember that? A place where you get there and they say uh, yeah, this will really help you get towards your goals. You need to pay me three thousand dollars a month for it, and that's a <laughs> pleasure. And I will take care of everything for you. So uh, feel free to tip me if you want. Honestly, a place where you get there, and they go. We don't really have a room for you to sleep in or a bed or anything, but we put a uh, like a small mattress and sleeping bag in front of my grandma's house downstairs. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just on the floor, right there by your by the grandma's door. A place where you show up and they say there's no more room in the inn, but there's a cave where we keep all of our animals. And you're and welcome like a to manger. give birth there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They actually do have a sign on the wall for birthing practices yeah. in there because it happens a lot. Yeah. Go um, off the road, see the birth yeah. barn of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's free to give birth there if your baby's God. <laughs> <laughs> And that's but the medical <laughs> system in a nutshell, isn't it? Isn't that healthcare in a nutshell? It's free if your baby's God. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so we could all die one day. Not us. We'll be here's, long. Well, I don't know. Here's the exciting thing about this. Um, <laughs> so he scheduled it out. Um, Great. What uh, day did he say? 2003. Uh, <laughs> And that didn't happen. Obviously, we're still here, unless like you unless know. something could happen before then that stops it. You know? Yeah, there was like <laughs> if there was a if there was a big events that stopped. You know, like if Y two K had actually yeah. happened. Yeah, and it or like, other big events, and it like stopped the if the it had pole stopped. Shift. Yeah, the yeah. pole shift. Yeah, um, and so when it didn't happen in two thousand three, uh, one of his supporters uh, came out and uh, was like. He meant 2012. Oh, is this which the December? We remember, is this the two, the December 12 or December 21st, 2012? Yeah, that was tied to the Mayan calendar thing, and that's yeah. why his supporters picked that day. They're like, oh, they knew too, because it happened. The Mayans to knew. The Mayans got flooded sure. from the pole shift, and then afterwards they were like, guys, look out, it's we coming again. We called that the Great Hootie Cackle. Excuse um, me. That's what my English teacher called it. Uh, and we had a hootie cackle party that night. Actually, what hootie, are you saying? Like hootie me? and the blowfish. Yeah, hootie cackle. The, the Mayan great. December twenty first, twenty twelve. Yep. 
You called the hootie cackle. We called it the great hootie cackle in high school. Mm-hmm. We were. I in graduated. College. I say I graduated, and you got my, invited to my, a high, your high school teacher's party. My English teacher for the gifted kids. That was us. That was sorry us. <laughs> Look how big my ass is. What big head you have? <laughs> the better to think with. Uh, the, the viewers know what I'm talking about. <laughs> think with your eyes wide open. <laughs> no, there was a. It was the great hootie cackle party. Why did you get invited to this after you graduated? All of, because all of my whole high school career, she had a big <clears throat> countdown. She and loved she, it, and she invited all the alumni. Yeah, that sounds like a boundary crossing. That yeah. sounds weird to me. Okay. Anyways, it, was it, it was a good party? Was a good party? Way to drink this weird. <laughs> like it didn't taste good, and I don't really remember what happened after. But I will say, I woke up and it was really snowy, and our compass was reporting down. I woke up and I flunked out of college. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up and I wasn't gifted no more. (laughs) We had a hootie cackle party anyway. Uh, Yeah, so she had a big countdown on the board. That was the that was the big uh, yeah. In my whole senior year, it was like days till hootie cackle, you know. Uh, she didn't talk about that. We did. So yeah. So 2012 it was supposed to happen, didn't it? 2016. Sure. Was 2012 the new happened, but that event didn't happen. <laughs> Allegedly. And then it went to 2016. 2016 was the date. Didn't happen. What was, now, the, what was the date in 2016? It was supposed to happen. I don't know what the date was. Okay. The specific date. Now it's a sometime in the 2020s. <laughs> they didn't even pick one. Sure. It's like it's coming. They just went. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and they keep pointing to uh, like. Natural disasters and global, like effects of global warming, um, and the fact that the poles are shifting and they're shifting faster over time. That it's is like, ramping it, up. That's a sign that it's coming. Like it's going to happen. Um, for s- this most recent version of it, the post twenty sixteen era, where it's like it's sure. happening in the twenty twenties, uh, has really picked up the like steam with the theorists for it, yeah. and they are really, really like. Watch out! You gonna learn. Theorists you're gonna love learn. like a big window, yeah, you know, because it makes it it makes it a little less culty. Yeah, and it makes it a little bit less like you you're gonna be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> much bigger chance it's of less being risky. right. That's true. That's true. Um, What's the DraftKings over under <laughs> on it right now? I don't know. Should we? Never mind. <laughs> Put some money down on it happening. <laughs> I mean, it's a lose lose, right? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if the if the whole world turns sideways, literally, yeah. you might as well get some profit off of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You might as well hedge your bets. Um, here's what's um, here's here's the thing, though. Okay, let's let's bring it back in. Here's the thing. Uh, this got classified for the, by the government and then declassified in 2013. But you might notice is that after 2003. Is after 2003 <laughs> and also after 2012. Um, <laughs> what do you think they were like? <laughs> let's just make sure. <laughs> let's just hold out and see what happens. You think <laughs> the CIA 
the Culinary Institute of America <laughs> was just sitting in their office one day, just food, 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 <laughs> culinary, Collins, <laughs> whatever, Col- spices, colon. They call their final a Mary's. colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in there, like, and then they were like, "Hey, did you guys read that new book?" What was that? We'll shoot you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> shoot that guy. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, his book got classified, and that did happen. Sure. But it never got taken out of circulation. Okay. <laughs> so it was still for sale. You could still get it anywhere, and it was still available. Great. Um, what was classified was what we're pretty sure was his personal copy of it. And it was classified during what appears to be his contract work with the government. Oh, Along yeah. He probably wrote notes. He probably just took notes on what he was doing. That's what it seems like might be. And they the were thing. like, because there's a handful of other things that are classified related to him. So the leading theories are what you said. He was taking notes on his work in this book. And they were like, okay, we're going to need that. Um, and he's like, oh, my work is my- classified now. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Golly, he was just a plumber. If nothing else, he was a just a good Pentagon marketer. Plumber. A good marketer, you know. A Pentagon plumber, dude. No, he was a Pentagon sandwich artist. He worked at the subway inside the Pentagon, and he was taking notes on everyone's orders. And book. he's like, he's like, you know, the General Mathis orders a meatball sub. <laughs> No meatballs, and they're like, we can't let the public know about his <laughs> subway sandwich. What did you say? <laughs> it's um, it's he orders a single meatball <laughs> on the footlong sub. Makes it's you know, a footlong sub comes with eight meatballs. Eight meatballs. He wants me to cut one meatball yeah. into eight, eight tiny slices <laughs> and put that across the whole thing. Yeah, no marinara. Get, Dude, all of our meatballs, meatballs are held up. in marinara. Whole I gotta go to the freezer. Meatballs. I gotta thaw a whole extra thing of, of meatballs. <laughs> Just to get this guy his marinara-less <laughs> meatball. <laughs> we call him Meatball, meatball Mathis around the freaking Pentagon, dude. Yeah, every time and I wrote that down. <laughs> I wrote Sue it down. me. It's a really complicated <laughs> order. I needed somewhere to write I it down. To remember. All I had was my copy of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> and I wrote down, oh, Meatball Mathis. And then Goose like? Suits showed up. Yeah, and they were like, we need your book. Yeah, and by suits I mean chefs, <laughs> chef suits, chefs. the Culinary Institute because it's it meatballs. Was, it's yeah, sandwich related. Yeah, sandwich they came and they. This is yeah. so dumb. It was the actual You're chef Boyardee. <laughs> Bro, if Boyardee shows up, your boy are done. I'll tell you <laughs> what, man. Um, so it, the book never got taken. <laughs> <laughs> theories of why this never of what happened. Yeah, was, he, he was taking notes, notes. or he wrote down someone's phone number, or he was working on this project. Yeah, and um, there was another agent like he was kind of an eccentric guy. They found out about his books and stuff, and there was another agent who was assigned. Hey, keep tabs on that dude. Uh, <laughs> they're like, we need to, you know, Maybe we should have thought this through before we hired this guy a little yeah. more. Um, and then there was a stack of like his documents that got classified. It's like when you hire a math tutor. <laughs> <laughs> you hire a math tutor, and then he comes over to your house. 
to tutor your kids or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, "Hello, fellow patriots." And you're like, "Oh, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I don't know why you said that." <laughs> you ready to learn about God's algebra? <laughs> All right, we should figure out something else here. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah. So, um. Anyways, I was just sitting here thinking about how cool that hat is, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah. So anyway, I don't remember where I go. <laughs> you might have heard about pole shift on the internet. Sure. It's a thing that's actually happening, cool. but not what they're talking about. Okay. Um. Maybe in I don't know two hundred years, mm-hmm. we might be in a situation where Hawaii is the North Pole. But you've probably heard about these this pole shift conspiracy on the internet. That's what they call Santa's uh, shift at the at Bass Pro. <laughs> it's this pole, shift. pole shift. Um, so yeah, but it's there's not. That's like a Santa scheduler for the malls. It's something where he so he doesn't wait when you push past it. It's something where if you took a snippet of his book, mm-hmm. the right snippet, and read just that. You might be convinced that this guy knows what he's talking about, and it's legit, and you should be. He sounds confident. He sounds confident, Um, but if you spend just a little bit of time looking deeper into it, you realize, nah, that's that's dumb, and there's nothing to this. Like when you see it, like a TikTok, (laughs) someone makes a pretty decent point, and then you check out the rest of their page, and you're like, hmm, Hmm. yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, I think it's. It's stuff that leads. It's stuff like this that leads to that guy in the airport. Actually, that you, that video you showed. Oh, me. the video of the guy just screaming. Yeah, stuff in the Stomping airport. Stomping on his own sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. I think it's stuff like that where you read half baked ideas that sound confident, but they're just small snippets of it. Sure. And you don't go verify, and then you just pile that stuff up on top of and it. And that's all of what social media is. My mic is like falling over. I saw that happen. Well, it's because you. (laughs) (laughs) So if you just go, I'll just I'll just drift with it. This is bullshit. Everything you're doing is so not correct, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If you read one thing out of context with nothing else, sure, sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah, but like if I read a tweet that said, you know, Christians shouldn't be landlords, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting, <laughs> you know. But I read further into it, and I go, no, no cap- yeah. capitalism yeah, is key. He's right, Christians. I submit be. myself to the life of markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else? No, I think we can fiddle it off. Oh, okay, it's fine. All right, that was an okay episode. Yeah, I, I need to be honest with you. <laughs> I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can fiddle off. (laughs) (laughs) Things I learned last night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Bacher. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night.